Welcome into Between the Violence. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And we are here to talk a little bit of football with you guys. A lot happened in the divisional round of the uh, NFL playoffs. Uh, some of the best football I think I've ever seen, specifically last game of the divisional Great round. For it, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot, I think, has come from these games, just on like how, who has lost, what, we, what we're hearing, a ton of news to get to. Uh, so we're going to go a little bit off the cuff here. Where do you want to start? We have a nice little list of things that we definitely have to touch on here. Um, so let's start with the games and the way that they were played, and then we'll deal with the outcomes, okay. like in the repercussions, I guess, from some of the teams losing. So uh, do you want to start? We'll, we'll start with Titans and Bengals. What you, would you think of that game as a whole? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I think it, the Titans, I think, were the better football team, certainly the better defense, uh, but you throw three picks. Uh, mm. I don't really blame Tannehill for two of them. One of them was a screen pass where the defender made a great play. Very but, athletic play, yeah. Yeah, exactly. but, that, I mean, that was just one of those things. It was his only read. He threw the ball. It got tipped up in the air the right way, and the guy was able to come down with it. Uh, second one, you know, I, I think when you're driving down to kick the game-winning field goal, you maybe don't make that throw. So you can blame it on him a little bit, but it's not like he threw it right to the defender. It, it popped off, of, off his wide receiver's hand. And, and you know landed in the defense's hands at the end of the day. First one obviously has fault, but I don't think it was a game ender by any point. That you know that was like the, first, the, play the, the first play of the game. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, obviously Joe Burrow is a really special quarterback, and you know the better quarterback won that game. Uh, the better offensive weapons, I think, won that game overall. D- uh, Derrick Henry came out a little bit. You know, he was okay, but they were splitting carries with him, so they clearly weren't super comfortable giving him the keys to the castle with, yeah, uh, with that, that yeah. game. Certainly a little bit surprising for us. We thought that was going to be we, – we thought Derrick Henry was, was going to be guaranteed 25 to, to 30 touches. We thought that's how the game would go. Um, other than that, you know, I, I it, it was a fun game to watch. I know you were, you were at the game. I was in Nashville working at a bar. So certainly a little bit of disappointment among, you know, us because we live in Nashville, but neither of us are fans, so I don't think yeah. it hurt us too bad. Just wanted to see a good game. Got to see a good game. Um, battling the elements. It was cold out there, you know, but it was part of it. We kind of feel differently about the Tannehill thing, though. I think that Tannehill is solely responsible for that loss in that game, and the there are a few outs that I guess you can give him. Like you said, the second the, the yeah. second interception where it was tipped up, you know, that's one of those things. The one that is just so egregious to me that I cannot get over is the last drive. I In that moment, you're at third and five. You're sitting on uh, the opponent's 40-yard line, so, I mean, tentatively backed up, you know, to the point where if we don't get this, we're punting this ball away, assuming overtime with 20-ish seconds left. And he forces a comeback route that wasn't open. The mm-hmm. The guy that was on him in the first place had him heavily guarded. Okay. It's one of those things where if you're Ryan Tannehill and you're a veteran in the league and you you are, I guess, you know, controlling this offense and the way that this is going, you cannot put the team... You don't that put situation. that. Yeah, you don't throw that you ball, can't. even if it even you know, if it I isn't truly his fault. Yeah. I don't care what you circumstances, what you thought was going to happen, what anything at the end of the day was. You were the better team that day. Your defense was suffocating the Bengals. Nine the only sacks. reason that they got what they got was because of that first play interception where the Bengals mm-hmm. got three points. Then there was one, the second interception from Ryan Tannehill where the Bengals got that good territory and they were able to score off of that. I think the Bengals did have one good drive where they moved down the field and got a, uh, a field goal mm. at one point. So, But, you know, Burrow had over 350 yards. They were, they were moving the ball, but it was a bim but do not break thing. Nine sacks. That is insane. You're the better football team. Maybe not offensively, but you were the better football team controlling that game. You weathered all of the early on, because at one point it was 16-3 to or 13-3 to or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and the Titans ended up coming back and tying it up at 16-all. Tannehill, don't do that. You're the better team. Take it to overtime. And I have no doubt in my mind that if it went to overtime, Titans are winning that game. 
even if the Bengals win the toss. Really? I, tr- I truly think with nine sacks, yeah, you're I, right. I the think, defense probably shows up. I think the up. Titans would have been. I mean, you just don't make that throw right there. So now we can transition to the Titans and their offseason approach. And the biggest question that I see, and it's it's volatile of fans, but I mean, it's just the way it goes, you know, because you have Ryan Tannehill, who, since he has been a starting quarterback after taking over from Mariota, has the most wins mm-hmm. of any starting quarterback in the league because Mahomes got hurt for a little while. They had mm-hmm. a skid early on, you know, Deshaun's out, certain guys. It's Ryan Tannehill with the most wins, but they're saying... Over, over Rodgers still? Yeah, over Rodgers. Really? Okay. Uh, and they're saying it's time to get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the fans are saying that, right? They're, the fans yeah, are... Yeah, of the, course, yeah. the fans. Um, um, I, I don't Mike think Riddle they're going to... nobody takes, you know... Full yeah, I, I don't think they're going to get rid of him this year. I, I mean, obviously, when you have a quarterback like Rantano, an average quarterback in the NFL, I've always said, like, he's he's not special. And, and honestly, the bar is, is growing. And as that bar is, you know, over the past four or five years, I'll say, you know, we, we've had enough guys go into the league that has raised the bar for quarterback play across the league. Tannehill has been in the league in that... In that you know, time frame, and he's gone from a just you know a really quality average quarterback to the same guy. But it's really hard to look at him when you when you're looking at the playoffs. You're saying, well, Joe Burrow is a difference maker. You know, we'll just say the well, I'll just use the AFC as an example yeah. of the teams that played in the AFC. Joe Burrow is a huge difference maker. You got Mahomes, who's probably the best in the game, and you have uh, Josh Allen, who's if not the best, the second best. Uh, so you know, you have true difference makers. Then you have a Tannehill is like. Man, yeah, it's it's great that he can, you know, very consistently make that, you know, 15 to 20 yard downhill throw that's not an easy throw that I do yeah. think it gets overlooked a, a little bit here and there. Like post route. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Like he he's fairly accurate down the field, but yeah, I am not going to sit here. Like I'm a I am a fan of Tannehill. I I did think he got a bad rap in in Miami and I'm glad he's found success in Tennessee. But beyond that, yeah, I I don't blame the team for wanting to look for other options. I don't blame fans for wanting a better quarterback and if that shows Shows up, that's awesome. But where are you going to get him? He's not going to be there with the twenty fifth, twenty fourth pick in the draft. No, no, he, he is. You might find him in free agency if you can go pull Peyton, or if you can go pull Aaron Rodgers. Great. If you can go get uh, Deshaun Watson, if you can get one of the top guys, awesome. But if you can, but where is he if you can't get one of those top guys? I don't think Russ is going anywhere at the end of the day. I really don't. I don't think uh, we'll talk about Rodgers in a minute, but I don't think he's going where, anywhere. And Deshaun is a huge question mark. I, at the end of the day, I, I just I, I get that there's a desire to replace him, and I'm not hating on that desire. But I, it's it's one of those things where where's the better option? It's not like you're a team that's that's sitting there at you know three overall, six overall, and you can go get a Kenny Pickett or you can go take a chance on a Matt Corral or, or you know Sam yeah, because, Howell. Because if you're saying those that guys you're, are going to be not there. content with average or above average of what Tannehill's been doing, yeah. too. he's played he's played solid at times. Yeah. Yes, this game, you know, he let you down, Titans fans. I'm sorry. It's one of those things where his ability or lack of ability was the reason that you didn't advance. It happens. But where you're sitting, circumstance-wise, you cannot get an immediate upgrade unless, Mm. in the draft, you cannot get an immediate upgrade. I'll tell you that. There's no one at that pick that you can draft and say, boom, day one, he's going to be able to go through training camp, know the playbook, and beat out Ryan Tannehill. I'm sorry. Desmond Desmond Ritter, quarterback out of Cincinnati. I really like this kid. He is a raw prospect. He he needs to work on his accuracy. There's, There's a lot of questions about his game, but overall, I do think there's a lot of upside as well. Draft that's him that's in the his first. Range. Yeah. T- t- and he should go into the first. I think he ultimately will. I think he's going to be the same kind of Jordan Love type of quarterback that, like, there's always one or two in the draft where they have insane ability, but it's very raw and it's, and it's you know, there's a lot of questions about, you know, accuracy and all those other things. That's the type of guy he is in a nutshell. Go get him. Put him behind Tano for a year or two. I, I love that idea. 
But beyond that, I, I don't see a clear option to, to replacing him. And if there's not one, what, do you want to make a lateral move? You want to go get, you know, let's say. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to yeah. You want to go get Kirk Cousins? You want to be the same but pay Kirk Cousins more? Because I honestly, as far as like those two quarterbacks, they're close. Maybe Kirk Cousins is a hair better. Oh, I'll give you Tannehill's that. Tannehill's more athletic. But so, so if they're close. You're paying Tannehill a lot less than you're paying Kirk Cousins. So, like, I mean, you know, Tannehill has a fairly team-friendly no, deal we, when it comes to quarterback. And we argued early on, and we actually got a lot of backlash from people we that were right. us and whatnot. T- Ryan Tannehill is getting about $29.5 million. Huge. To, to be a contender on a playoff team, back-to-back division winners, we're talking two years removed from an mm-hmm. AFC championship game, and to be in that kind of pay grade, I'm sorry. That is a team-friendly deal. Absolutely. You have all the others that are astronomical now. We're getting upwards of 30 Low 40s for a lot of guys. Matt Ryan next year is going to be the highest paid player in the NFL due to bad contracts, of course, but at $46 million. Now they're they're that's if he's with Atlanta. Of, yeah, and, 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 there's and there's an and there's out pro- on that. There's we talks about, about outs that, yeah. and whatnot. But, but I'm just trying to say that to, yeah. that you pay that position premium right now, and for what it is, Tannehill is on the upwards of that premium. But I don't think it's anything that guys can not. sit he, there and complain. You not, can complain about Kirk Cousins getting forty-two million yeah. and not doing that. So they didn't even make the playoffs. He, he is not. On, he's on the downward. Like, you, show me, a, show me a veteran quarterback who's getting paid more than him. Show me a veteran starting quarterback who who is the clear uh, starter on their team, contender. getting getting paid more than him. The, yes, the quarterbacks on the rookie deals, of course, that is your window. You if you have a Joe Burrow right now, if you have you know yeah, Mahomes Lamar, for those Lamar first Jackson couple of years, payday, Lamar, whatever. all those guys. If you have that, that is truly your window when you find an absolute gem of a great quarterback and you don't have to pay him for another year or two. That's truly your window to be able to pay all the other guys and have a, a super team around you for a couple years before you have to pay the. Quarterback, but other than that, it doesn't happen. The NFL is set up to where the quarterback gets about twenty five percent of the of the of the cap. Yeah. That's what happens. Tannehill doesn't get twenty five percent of the Titans' cap. He gets significantly less than that, about eighteen percent. That's a good deal. That is a fair and good deal. I think that is the main factor behind. Um, in our notes, we have the title for this: is which team missed their window. I think that is the sole factor behind why the Tennessee Titans will keep Ryan Tannehill. They are going to go into this and say, you know, that was one of those we had some we had some unfortunate plays, but we were the better team then. Mm-hmm. We have a good defensive unit. We have a really good head coach in Mike Vrabel who navigated all of these injuries fantastically. I still believe coach of the year. And unless you can somehow land a trade for Russell Wilson mm-hmm. or a Deshaun or an Aaron Rodgers, I don't think that there's anybody off the top of my head, perhaps a Derek Carr, Perhaps. I don't know though, because that might just be lateral for messing up the team chemistry and whatnot top to bottom. You yeah. don't you don't make that move because you're still a contender. Yeah. I, I would I would sit here and say Derek Carr's better than Tannehill. I but, think so too. Uh, but again but leaps and bounds to risk you know, to spend an extra ten million on? No, I don't. I mean, because exactly. I don't know how much you'd have to pay Derek Carr. To be fair, I, I really don't know what he's going to go for. But yeah, I don't. I don't think it's enough to to really warrant making that big move. Uh, and then you're putting even more pressure on Derek Carr because, as far as Titans fans and, and the organization is concerned, you just went out and got your guy, and that's you know, it, yeah. it would be a small. It wouldn't be a big enough upgrade, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I absolutely agree. Let's let's move on to the next game uh, that I want to talk about here. We'll go to the NFC side: Rams, Buccaneers. Uh, 
uh, Rams absolutely whooped the Buccaneers' ass. Uh, it's the first, yeah, it's the first team since 2014, I believe, 2016, one of those two, where a team gave up four uh, turnovers and still won the game in the playoffs. That was the uh, Seahawks that did it last. Uh, Rams obviously did it this past weekend. Uh, it was it was an absolute blowout if it wasn't for a fumble fr- by uh, Acres on the goal line, about to at least at the bare minimum score a field goal at before half, and then if it wasn't for a very weird, like, out, completely out of character, Cooper Cup fumble in a flat route type of a situation, a, uh, a fucked up, uh, you know, uh, snap that goes over the quarterback's head when the quarterback isn't ready for it, and then another fumble by Akers. That's what put the game within striking distance, and still Stafford was able to, to uh, bring their team down to the 10-yard line with, you know, less than two minutes left in the yeah. game to kick the go-ahead field goal to win it. Great game by the Rams. I'm so excited for Stafford. It feels like the Rams have hit their stride two weeks in a row, just dominating teams. Now, granted, the Bucks did come in undermanned, and I do want to give that that note. You mentioned it before the game or it was, last it week. It was obvious too, that, that it, they blitzed it over forty percent of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And and then obviously they they beat it. They beat up on a uh, on a Cardinals team the week before that. I think at the end of the day, you can just say wasn't really prepared for the moment. You know, there's no other way to say it. Now they have a real test going up against the 49ers this next week who, you know, they haven't beaten six games. So we'll see how that goes. But let's take a look at the Bucks first. And where are you at with this team and, and uh, Tom Brady? Yeah, I mean, I'm worried about him, you know, because I, I like Tom Brady a lot and getting to see the way that he was able to handle the comeback. Give it that there were so many... You know, it's just luck that he was able to be put in that spot. And it feels like there's a lot of times in Brady's career he's had that happen to him. Um, but it all depends with him. It, this team could be a contender next year. They could be a healthy contender, Super Bowl ready. If Tom Brady plays at 45 years old, it's insane to say that, but he threw for the most passing yards he ever did in his career this year, probably because of the extra game, but whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, he's still very much elite. If he retires, it's over. I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is. If he retires, Gronk goes. This team still has a formidable defense, but... I don't. I just. There's no way. I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to have replicate the same success. What Brady can do uh, for free agency, for the pool, for the team leadership overall. So he determines whether this window is open or closed. Uh, first of all, I do agree, but I do want to just add, add a couple things. Uh, first of all, just based on on can Tom Brady play again? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, he, you, you watched the game yesterday, and it's like he's still throwing lasers. He still it looks like he has a stronger arm as he did ten years ago. Honestly, it looks like he has a stronger arm than he did ten years ago. Somehow, I will say I, I think he got beat up by a uh, Rams front, and that probably wasn't fun for him. I think that's probably what he could be done with. You know, as far as like if he wants to hang it up, I, I think there's there's a couple elements, and I want. And obviously, yeah. obviously, the offensive line, you know, losing some stars. He, he could be looking at next year and being like, man, if I lose three stars on my offensive line, I'm going to have a real, real tough season, and I'm not getting up from these hits as much as easily as I was five years ago. So that's a real thing. And then I also think, and, and I could be completely off on this, I, I think the Ben Roethlisberger this year, he might have seen that and said, man, do I want to play until I look like that? Yeah, because Ben Roethlisberger was a shell of himself this year, and, and there's so many examples of it. Peyton Manning is a good example. He won the Super Bowl as a shell of himself, but he was. We we can all agree that that was not an offensive team that won that Super Bowl uh, all those years ago. You look at Eli Manning, another example. Like he he was a shell of himself. Uh, I think uh, Rivers is another good example of like you know these these legends of the game that we've seen retire over the past couple of years. They they're playing almost too far. Tom Brady can retire at the top of his game, and it would be disrespectful to his legacy and. 
and all he's done. Yeah. To, to see him go into a, a place like that. We can legitimately say we never saw Tom Brady falter. We never saw And he can hang it up when he still does have a year in the tank. Because I guarantee you he does. I, I, oh, I yes. think he absolutely could play. I'm not convinced that he couldn't. I think this is a obviously a desire or want. A lot of his game is cerebral and, and it's it's got to be up here. So it, you wonder if he has that desire, if he has that drive. And I think he'll figure that out over the next couple months and we'll find out. Now, as far as what the Bucks can be without him, absolutely they missed their window on a Super Bowl. Yes. I, I do think you still, be still a good team. Yeah, you still have a team that's going to be competitive. I don't want to play a Bucks team that has a great offensive line, great defensive line. They're not going anywhere. Good second, great defense in general, really. I, there's not a whole lot of holes in that defense overall when they're healthy. Uh, and then on the offensive side, I, I think Godwin's probably going to be gone, right? I, they, he did. He got uh, franchised unless, this past unless year. Unless you, uh, you up him, but I mean, you'll have a yeah. very expensive. Granted, you wouldn't be paid in Tom Brady, but you're going to have to pay somebody. So, so if Brady comes back, you, you pay Godwin, I think. Yeah, I think probably. Find a way to and Godwin probably and figures back. it out. Uh, and then Gronk probably going to retire. Gronk is probably Gronk and Brady are probably going to be uh, making a speech of the same day on, it's on a their own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're probably going to be entering the Hall of Fame at the same time, I would imagine. Uh, that just feels like the way it's going to go because, I mean, Gronk, I think, second with their team in, in, in passing yards or, mm-hmm. or receiving yards last week. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do agree with you ultimately. So I just wanted to add a little bit that, like, man, Tom Brady still looks good. Yeah, one of the things that he said in a, uh, a post on social media was that he owes it to his wife. She's worried about the hits that he takes. And he yeah. owes it to his kids to be the dad that he wants to be there. You know, you mentioned Ben Roethlisberger, um, and you see him after the game in an ice bath. And, I mean, like, you have bags of ice taped to his knees, to his mm-hmm. thighs, to his shoulders. He's struggling to walk around. It's very obvious that the, the toll that the game that he has put into it and you know, and you saw that with Peyton a little bit because Peyton had a, se- a serious neck injury, but he was mm-hmm. never to the point I would say of a Ben Roethlisberger deteriorated. Some of the stuff that mm-hmm. I've seen, you don't want Brady to get like that. You know, he doesn't want himself to get like that because at that point, your love for the game is starting to affect your love for life at home after the game. Mm-hmm. And Brady's one of the few people where your game career can extend longer than you know your outside life of it. But there's a lot of players out there who have what a a, a good player in the NFL can have a four to eight year stint, and you still have the f- far majority of your life to live and mm. take care of your body and your health so it just depends on if he can line that stuff up yeah he's getting if, if you if you had to guess yes or no I, I do think he comes back. I just, okay. I've never seen him quit. I've never seen. Now this is different because I will be honest. When I saw that report during the game or whatever, I kind of thought it was bullcrap. And usually when reports happen like that in the NFL, the next day somebody, you know, somebody turns it down. You know, you know Brady last year at this time was saying, "Oh, I'm playing 2022 regardless of the Super Bowl." Right? Yeah, it was already. Uh, running yeah, back so before, he yeah. knew it. Uh, this year it is different. I think there's, there's some real stuff to it. I am I I've, I'm taking a guess of if he's going to play or not. I do think he will because I think he'll look at this team and be like, man, not a lot missing from the Super Bowl run team. It's really not. Yeah, and really, this year was injuries. Yeah, so so it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Uh, Packers. This is a big question of, you know, does does Aaron Rodgers show back up? I You know, I I don't know to speak to that, but I mean, you still also have their their best weapon on that team going to be entering free agency here. Yeah, uh, There's just questions, man. Uh, I, have, I have a lot of questions about this team. I, I think that the Packers are going to take the, uh, the easy route here. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to find a way to make this work with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and then they're going to franchise tag Devontae. Yeah. And it, because, you know, you, you don't lock yourself down to Devontae for the long term kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You get that one year where he can be pissed off, but he's still going to play. Aaron Rodgers is there. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the most likely outcome that we are going to see. There is a realm here where Aaron Rodgers 
for whatever reason, I, I don't know his thoughts on the game and maybe why he thinks he, he think that the, the thought they lost that game. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know if he's the one accepting responsibility or if he is saying, I don't have the weapons around me in order to do this. Let me go pursue those options elsewhere. Ultimately, he's going to be the guy here because we've seen the power that he likes to have and pull yeah. with that team. If he goes, I think Devontae goes. I see the Packers. They can fall right there. LaFleur's a good coach. They still are a good team. But you cannot replace that. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw it all year. I think the only difference between this game and the majority of games that the Packers played this year was this game we didn't see the awesome play by, by Aaron Rodgers to change yeah. the to change the tides. Uh, so I, I think that's really the only thing. I mean, you see, you saw it multiple times throughout the season. Every single game, pretty much, Rodgers would make a crazy play. He would make an awesome throw. And I think maybe conditions got to him. I don't know what the defense was doing, but I, I assume they pretty much locked Devontae down and, you know, basically said beat us with, with that, somebody that's else. that's exactly why it could be pissed off is yeah. if they doubled him. But, it's like but at the end of the day, weapons. if that's what it is for Rodgers, keep Devontae. I'm sure the team, I'm sure Devontae wants to, you know, if Devontae has Aaron Rodgers, he has going to have a great career, right? So Devontae knows that. He has to be aware that he's in a pretty good situation with Aaron Rodgers there, assuming Aaron Rodgers still wants to be there. But keep Devontae, go get a, a second wide receiver, and is the problem solved? Because I like to me, honestly, I, I look at this as like a team-building thing, where, and ultimately, I don't have a whole lot of issues. I don't understand why you why you drafted an, an A.J. Uh, help me out there. A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, thank you. Uh, why you drafted an A.J. Dillon in the second round and then paid Aaron Jones to split carries with Aaron Jones? $14 million. Aaron Jones is a great running You don't pay a running back $14 million to split, split carries. Yeah. And you don't draft his successor in the second round and still it's, pay that it's guy. Counterintuitive. It's just, I mean, I it's just a weird more, thing, right? Yeah, like that, and that's a small thing, but that's $14 million that could be going somewhere else. That's $14 million that could have gone out and, and grabbed a, a top-end wide receiver in, in free agency or traded for one to pay him or freaking got uh, AB, or not AB, uh, uh, who, or Odell, excuse me, yeah. Odell, who was on the market there for a minute. Uh, that's you know, and obviously you can still get one in the draft. I don't know. It, it's weird. I don't. I don't get the issues with uh, Rodgers and the organization. It seems like they, the organization, has done everything they can to repair that relationship. It seems like from the outside looking in, like there's no reason Rodgers would leave when you have a pretty good offensive line. Okay, yeah, you could use another piece, but you have a pretty good offensive line. You have a, a really good defense. Your defense held the 49ers to three points. Yeah. At the end of the day, like it was. Fire your special teams coach. Yeah, exactly. Get a new special. Special teams is the weakness of your team. Okay, that's fixable. You can that's, rock that <laughs> most days. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I don't know. That's it's a tough one for me. There's a part of me who you know is it would love to see Rodgers in a different uniform. I know there's a part of you. I can't. I just can't. Oh, of course. As a Vikings fan, I would yeah. love it. I would love it if you pulled a Brett Favre and came on down. <laughs> it would be absolutely incredible. I welcome you with open arms. That's for sure. I can't picture it though. Yeah. I a lot of people it. said it with Brett though. They said that there was just no way. Gunslinger, been on that team forever. Iron Man, there's just, it doesn't make sense to see him in another spot. Peyton Manning, same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, we've seen it. Guys go towards the end right there. If Aaron Rodgers goes, uh, Devontae Adams is 1,000% going to wherever Derek Carr is at. Yeah, he's I was going to say, I, lo- I love that. that. I love yeah. that idea. I yeah. love that. And uh, Devontae straight up said it that he would re- he wants to play with Derek Carr. Yeah. He loves playing with Rodgers and he loves the connection that they of have. Course. But Derek Carr's his, his guy. Yeah, Fresno State. And I like Derek Carr. I'm higher on Derek Carr than most people you know what are. What the Raiders need? <laughs> <laughs> they, could use a, they could use a piece. They could. Um, they're, they're first round wide receiver somewhere. So in Packers, prison. Packers <laughs> window. Let's, let's operate. Off. We both think that he stays. But yeah, let's operate so off. It's not gone. over. Yeah. But if he's gone. If he's gone, oh, window's gone. Yeah, I don't I how, don't how how bad is the window? 
I mean, it, it's Jordan. His, Jordan Love is your starter in the 2022 season. You know, look, I loved it. Look, I loved him coming out. I think if longtime listeners of this pod know that, I, I know I got a lot of crap for it. I obviously, I don't love. You know, I, I think he went to a perfect situation. Big as, as what as I, as far as what I was saying throughout, you know, that draft was like, oh, you know, let him learn behind somebody, let him work on his mechanics, all those things. The little tidbits of time that I've seen with him haven't been all. You know, that haven't been super impressive. But like the one game that I saw with him this year was backups, right, or at least uh, week seventeen or week 18 was backups. I think he played one other game coming in uh, to replace Aaron Rodgers for one week. I don't really begrudge him for not looking like a superstar in those like little bitty moments. But at the same time, you're not going to replace Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to be like Aaron. The fact that Aaron Rodgers was able to replace a Brett Favre and be better than Brett Favre is yes. absolutely insane. If that happened again, it, you know, it's possible. I love the arm talent. I love the physical ability. I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's out of the realm possibility, but there's a point one point oh. 1% chance that that actually happens. Like, he's not going to be better well, than Aaron Rodgers. And because they already hit that. They yeah, already, exactly. Um, imagine having two goats of the game in Brett, who at the time, while Brett was, was a top five. Since we've seen so many more amazing quarterbacks yeah. come, he's since gotten ticked down just a little bit there. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers surpassed him. You have those quarterbacks for 30 years total time, and you have two Super Bowls. Yeah. I kind of understand why Aaron Rodgers would be upset because it's, you know, he probably is looking at management and it's just like, what happened? Then again, I understand where Aaron Rodgers you know, kind of sounds what's like, like he's not thinking of it like the business aspect that it really is. Yeah. He got upset that they let go of an AJ Hawk for a while. They didn't pay him. He got upset that they let go of a Clay Matthews. They didn't pay him. He got upset when they let go of who's the receiver that they brought back this year that he was. Jory Nelson. Was it Nelson? Or, they or was very it upset that? about Nelson, but they ended up bringing this guy back. Uh, it was from the um, Texans. I can't yeah, remember his he, name. He was, uh, he was contributor to the, to the whole team. I lost his name. I don't know. He was just upset that they got rid of all his old running buddies, I guess, you know, and the way that they handled it. Yeah, I, I think I, I think even more than that, at least from listening to him on the Pat McAfee show and explaining it a little bit, my sense was that he felt like he deserved a seat at the table in the decision-making, right? And he didn't feel he like does. the team... He does. He absolutely does. He does. And he didn't feel like the old heads that were in charge were giving him that opportunity, probably because the old heads had never thought to give a player the opportunity to sit at the table. Aaron Rodgers is a little bit different. You deserve to give him that. All right, yeah. I think we, I think we hit good, on yeah. that. Uh, let's talk about the two team or the the one game that involved two teams that are absolutely not out of a window, no matter who you are. Wow, the Bills and Chiefs, yeah. uh, absolutely a, amazing game. Best game I've ever seen. Yeah, I, a game of the century, definitely game game of the decade. I mean, decade just started. It was but, incredible. I mean, I, I can't remember a better game. I really can't. This was the Super Bowl. This was what th- four lead changes in two minutes of time in the game. This was you know you could blame them on not squibbing the kick with 13 seconds left after the Bills went down and scored a touchdown, but imagine being uh, Josh Allen. I want to start here with Josh Allen just because, you know, Mahomes has already been there, done that. He's been a star. Josh Allen, I really feel like, has had to battle the adversity of no, not everybody has really been paying attention to how good he is. And we've been on him for a couple of years, even before he had his blow-up season last year. I think we were both on him. He was my number one quarterback coming out of that class. I, love I, I love Josh Allen coming out. I'm always a big fan of big physical quarterbacks that have great arm talent. So, like, he's, he's, my, he's up my alley as far as, like, the style of play I like. And then this year, he finally gets the the chance on the biggest stage that he's really had in the divisional round game to show, yeah, he might be better than Mahomes. You can't sit here, you can't watch that game and say he was worse. He, he showed that. Uh, he, I mean, <laughs> and Josh Allen in the playoffs had nine touchdowns. Yeah. He had 12 incompletions. Wild. In two games. Wild. Unheard of. And, and, and then to, to say all that about him, and then 13 seconds left in the game, you just went down, won the game for your team, you're going to the championship game. 
oh, wait, Mahomes has two throws to get it inside the 40 to have a chance. And what does he do? Oh, he gets inside the 30 in two throws. Now, do you want to touch on the decision-making at the end? I didn't have a huge issue Uh, with it. I know it's been a talking point. I I don't know if you want to go there. No, I know that there's people who talk about it. I think it's one of those things where, listen, it's storybook written. It didn't matter what defense I think you played, what was going on right there. I think that it was just... It was in the cards. I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm talking, talking about, about the backed off the, 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 the non the, the non squib kick. I'm talking yeah. from there. They could have squibbed it. I know the. I think the announcer was saying, "Oh, squib this and and you know take the time was, off the clock." And they didn't. Was it Romo who said yeah. that? Okay, yeah. So I remember the announcer saying that. It was Romo saying that. Uh, you know, I, at the time, I get that thought process. But I'm also thinking, which team has the most explosive players on the field at pretty much all times? Uh, you got Hill and, and Hardman. You have so many track meet guys on that team. I wouldn't want to squib it and give. And they also have timeouts, right? So I wouldn't want to squib it and give the ball at the forty I with that, six I seconds boot left. That ball, the absolute as far as I could. Yeah, you give it to him at the twenty-five. And if it's thirteen seconds, all you need is one the first play to be an incompletion, and, and we're talking over. Hail Mary. Yeah. Yeah. So and even even after they got the completion there, which you know maybe you man up on Hill and don't give him a free release and blockers in front of him. I, I get that, but that hindsight's twenty twenty on that one. That's a tough one to to say there. No one was sitting there that game thinking that the the Chiefs were going to push it to overtime. Uh, do you want to talk about the overtime rules? I know I was that's a big question. That, that's what I was going to ask you because the more important argument behind that, um, we saw this a few years ago whenever Mahomes was on the other side of this. Yeah. And it was the Chiefs Patriots. Yeah. And you know Andy Reid and the Chiefs put in a form to change the rule after the fact and Andy I, I, I respect him for this because he kept the same tone he didn't change it up mm-hmm. he said we lost it then we benefited from it now I do think it should be changed still yeah it's it's an interesting situation and I I think I don't know it's tough all right so so there's a couple different ways you can go with it I, I agree that the rule could be altered and it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me a whole lot I don't ultimately hate where it's at now because there was a time when a field goal won in overtime. That and it was, was sudden bad. death. Yes. And that was, that was kind of unfortunate where it's like, man, you get the ball it, at the time, I think it was the 20-yard line, but you get the ball. If you win the coin toss, all you have to do is drive, what, 40 yards? Yeah. Get to the 40 and kick. And, and you're long good. Kick. I mean, so it's a long kick, but if you have a, a good kicker, you're, you're, you're done. You're, you're there right there. Exactly. You win the game with 40 yards of offense. That doesn't seem fair. They won the game with 75 yards of offense. I, 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 I understand in this situation, it truly was, yeah, it, if, if the roles were reversed, if it was tails instead of heads, the uh, Josh Allen is Josh in the championship. Allen, there's, there's, too. there's no convincing me that they wouldn't have won that game. But defense is part of the game. Defense is a real part of the game. It's not like their team wasn't out there. It's yeah. not like it's not like this is baseball and the, and the team had no chance of of you know scoring a point. Like defense can score, defense can play, defense can make a play. Uh, I, I get that it didn't happen. I get that this is a rare situation. But at, at the end of the day, I, I don't know that this one game is a reason to change it. I would have loved it. I would have loved more football. But at, in in this particular game, especially when the offenses were were playing at a level, I don't think we've really ever seen when both offenses are performing at that high of a play, both quarterbacks making yeah. insane plays, play after play after play, it was just going to, the Bills were going to go score a touchdown too, and then it's sudden death again, right? And then now the Chief, all the Chiefs need to do is and, score and a football. And then the problem right? is like, at some point, there's always going to be a, the next rule change. There's always going to be, yeah. well, they, you know, like like you said, say the Chiefs and Bills go at it again, and it's like, okay, then after both teams score a touchdown, the One next point to wins yeah. or something. And then it's like, okay, well, why are we doing it like this now? You yeah. know, and then you get to the whole thing with college, and then you have the long runs, and you have the chance for player injury out on the field and whatnot. 
I think it's good where it's at. I think it's one of those things that we have to live and die by it, you know? Yeah. And maybe, you know, I think I would like maybe no kicking in, in, in uh, overtime. Maybe a touchdown wins and two points wins. I mean, yeah. like two point. Like I, 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 I would hate to take an aspect of the game away. I know that would never happen. But like, it for, force them to only two point conversions in overtime or something along those lines. There's there could be changes in a game like that where I just didn't want it to end. And no matter what happened throughout the game, you you feel bad for the quarterback that lost. If Mahomes would have lost I that game, I genuinely was you like, felt wow. terrible, right? For Josh Allen, like, it's yeah, just I felt like, terrible wow. for Josh Allen. But I would have felt bad for Mahomes. Mahomes, absolutely. Absolutely deserved to win that game just as much as Josh Allen did. They both played great. The both teams played great. It was truly down to which quarterback gets the ball last. Is Mahomes going to be Josh Allen's Peyton Manning? I, we like, talked about this last year, and I actually thought about I was thinking about it uh, last night, and I, I didn't do it. I should have. I was thinking about uh, going and finding the clip of us talking about the Bills yeah. and Chiefs last year, because they played last year too, right? And I, I said, like, this could be the Bills' kryptonite. It wouldn't surprise me five years from now if we're talking about this being, you know, the storyline. Yeah. Like, can like, the are Bills we going to go fast forward 10 years, and Mahomes, Mahomes has three or four-ish rings, could be more, could be whatever, but Josh Allen's has made never it to been one. There. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, or he, never been he there. He finally yeah. got, like, because for the longest time in Peyton Manning's career, they would always, and I mean always, meet the Patriots in the divisional round or in the championship game. And very few times in between. So there were the occasional Chargers teams in the like 2007 to 10 range yeah. where Antonio Gates and Rivers and Tomlinson were balling. That was the matchup, though. Yeah. And very few times Manning got the upper hand on that. And he still played phenomenal games. It's just one of those things. Yeah. If you talk about my memory of, of, of Manning in his prime, it was losing to Brady. Like, that, that was my memory. Like, back when I was just a casual fan of other teams and a dire Dolphins fan, it was like you you watched you watched Peyton and Brady play. You yeah. always did. Even if you were a casual fan, you wanted to watch that game. Brady won. Like, I Peyton mean, made it to one Super Bowl to Colts. Yeah. And he won. Yeah. Made it to one. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and until he was, he was able, to, able to get out and get the scenery change and go to Denver, it was Tom Brady's time. Yeah, the, in, the entire way. It would not surprise me a bit if uh, if it, the same deals with Mahomes. I, I do believe, and let's touch on how we expect I the games. For Josh Allen, huh? I I love Josh Allen, I, but I'm I also a Dolphins fan, to... and the Bills have been crushing the Dolphins the past couple of years with Josh Allen, so it's a little yeah, bit yeah. hard for me. But you know, I think you know it'll be interesting. I think there's a new crop of quarterbacks that are going to start to really show up next year too. That's going to be interesting and might change the the landscape a little bit. Uh, let's move forward. Quick, quick reactions. We're not going to go into like gambling advice or anything on these on these games. But but championship weekend, uh, AFC, the Bengals are the surprise team facing the Chiefs in Arrowhead. I think it's a seven-point line. Is there any chance for the Bengals in this game? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Chiefs have Un- a good, have a good so D-line. I, I will say this. If Mahomes comes out and plays like they played the first weeks one through six, for sure. Yeah. Totally. You know, and Burrow and the Superstars, I know that they they got some stuff going on. Titans lost that game. I stand by that. The now, Chiefs are a different beast in this time we of year. Were, we were at the Dolphins-Titans game in, in Tennessee, when, and we were leaving the stadium when the, I believe it was the Chiefs were on the goal line, yes. or the Bengals, excuse me, were on the goal line about to kick the field goal to win that game. And that's what, you know, prompted the Titans to get that number one seed and get the bye. You don't think there's a, a repeat of that game? I didn't watch that game. I didn't I, go back I, and watch no, it, so and I, I, didn't, really I didn't get to go back and watch it. And I guess you could say with that being the last week of the year, that was toe-to-toe Bengals showing that they have something yeah. for the Chiefs. I just think it's different. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't I do. think. I'll I do tell too. you this. I know in mid January, football's different. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Yeah. And uh, you're talking about a team that's been there, done that. Arguably has more talent when you cost, talk about it across the board. And really, if you go position group by position group, I, I don't know how many position groups the Bengals are really winning. They they do have the the better talent, and they've been there. I just don't know how it's gonna how how the Bengals win this game. I will say, you know, a lot of Bengals fans were obviously in Nashville. I work at a hotel, so I I talked to a lot of them that night after the game, and I was saying, hey, who do you want? Like, who, who do you do? Do you want the Bills or do you want the Chiefs? And it was Chiefs. It was down the middle, but there was a majority Chiefs. Not there the was Chiefs. a lot of teams that said Bills. There's a lot of teams that are like, man, we don't want to face, face Mahomes again. We beat him once. I don't know if we can beat him again. But at the, at the end of the day, yeah, more teams definitely did want the Chiefs. So, or more uh, fans wanted the Chiefs. So they got what they wanted. I think you regardless, it was going to be a tough matchup. I mean, God. I don't think uh, I've, I've heard some people trying to say, looking into the tea leaves a little bit and saying like, after this monumental game of the century for Mahomes and the Chiefs, there's got to be a little bit of a letdown, right? I think the train is going, and it is not stopping. And th- that might be a real point. I don't know, but I, I don't think so. Uh, 49ers-Rams, I-, I hinted at it a little bit earlier. Uh, Rams have not beaten the 49ers in six games. That's what you told me right yeah, before we yeah. started recording. Um, three years straight. Yeah, three years straight, and that's 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 pretty much Kyle Shanahan's tenure, right? Kyle Shanahan He's been there for has, four years or five he years. has the Rams number and he has the Packers number. Yeah. And we said it last week when we called the 49ers beating the Packers because mm-hmm. there's certain times I don't give a damn about your record. I don't give a damn what it is. Certain guys know certain guys. And there you go. Yeah, it's interesting. I do think the Rams are the better football team. I, I, I look at the Rams D-line overall from top to bottom, I think is better than the 49ers D-line. That's a close one, but that's both strengths of their defenses there. Uh, Rams uh, everywhere else, I would say the Rams are probably better, secondary and all that. And then, yeah, obviously I think uh, Matt Stafford is significantly better than uh, than Garoppolo. I want to – let's let's play out the scenario, right, yeah. regardless, on the NFC side at least. Rams win this game. Matt Stafford goes to the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, Chiefs, so we're happy. saying. Yeah. What what a great game that will be. I think that will be a lot of fun to watch. Um, That's the game that I want. I will be rooting for Matt Stafford. I will be rooting for the Rams. I am rooting for the Rams the rest of the way just because I, I think we counted it when the game was happening. Like, they have, what, seven Hall of Famers probably? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and there's a couple that probably aren't first ballot, but, yeah, like, I mean, there's the a The only handful. one who has a ring is Von Miller on that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, so, you know, there's, there's just a hope that a lot of those guys get in and are able to at least get one before it's over um and it does feel like they're a super team right now they're healthy they're ready to go uh and then on the other side the 49ers kind of in a different situation where already you have garoppolo the guy that you traded up in the draft to replace three firsts leading you in uh, who who is the reason garoppolo essentially in a roundabout way is the reason you don't have a first round pick over the next three drafts or two drafts i guess do you do you get a little bit nervous if the 49ers win that game? Say they go in and they have a good game plan against the Chiefs. They've been there before. That game has happened before. Rematch, 49ers-Chiefs. And 49ers somehow win that game, win the Super Bowl. What do you do with Garoppolo then? It's it's something we talked about I mean, in the beginning. But then the 49ers were 2-6, and six and we were like, okay, well, we don't have to, yeah. we don't have to worry about that. We're on championship weekend. Me, meanwhile, I mean, we haven't heard a peep out of the out of the backup. We haven't heard. And granted, and, and, I guess you don't. But I will say, and this is a bad example because we're talking about you know one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. But when when Alex Smith was playing great and going into the playoffs, the year that Mahomes was the backup, they drafted, they traded up to draft Mahomes at ten overall. 
they there was still chatter that man this backup is good. Yeah. There was still there was chatter going into the playoff. I remember the the last game of the season they didn't play and you saw Mahomes play and he looked really good then. There was chatter uh, leading up to that game. There was chatter in the playoffs. So it was like, man, uh, they they might be done with Alex Smith no matter what happens here. There was chatter. There's I've heard no chatter like that out of 49ers camp. Maybe I'm just not hearing they it. Also Maybe it's started there. limiting the packages because for a while they the regular he season been there. they would bring him in, you know, they yeah. would bring him in on some goal line stuff. They would put him in this 49er wildcat situation where he would still get out yeah. there. They dumbed that down after week eight. Completely gone. They quit yeah. doing that. Yeah, and uh, you you kind of halfway expect there to be something over the next two weeks, probably or three weeks, I guess. That they'll, if, you if know, they'll maybe have a play. he gets a package. Trey, Trey Lance is going to get a package in this game just yeah. to try to mix things up and be cute with it. I think, but but man, it, it's weird and it's a really weird situation because even now you're you're a top four team in the NFL right now. Do you do you really go back to square one with Trey Lance and and start with a brand new rookie quarterback? You you basically said that you love him. You basically said that you you traded you traded away your future assets to go get this guy. We've never seen something like this. It's weird, isn't People it? People equate it to Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. It's not that. No, because you don't have the Aaron Rodgers, and also you don't have the capital that was. We that is an unheard of. Jordan trade. Love was a back of the first. They, exactly. they traded up three spots with the Dolphins to go get him. They gave up a very meaningless it pick to go Packers grab Rodgers. Stupid, and also makes the 49ers sound stupid. Yeah, to but go I mean, tra- yeah. the Packers. I don't feel like gave up a lot, and even when it happened no. before, we knew what Aaron Rodgers was. How Aaron Rodgers was going to react to it, it didn't feel like the stupidest thing in the world. Okay, you're grooming a successor, and if it doesn't work, oh, you wasted a back end of the first round pick that doesn't work out half the time anyway, exactly. right? Not the end of the world. You trade up to the third pick in the draft. You passed on Jamar Chase, who who very well could have been rookie of the year this year. You pass on a bunch of guys that you traded up to go get, yeah. and he doesn't play, and you have a guy who just brought you to the championship game. It's tough, because obviously Garoppolo isn't a superstar. Garoppolo is probably in that same conversation as Ryan Tan. As a, is. as a, uh, you know, uh, he's a game manager. He can make yeah. the plays. He can win you a game. He can also very much be the reason you don't. If, win the, that if game. the 49ers lose to the to the Packers, we're probably looking at him and saying, "Ah, man, that interception really hurt. Mm-hmm. That lost in the game right there." Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's a tough situation, as we said, and it'll be really, really what if interesting. We get Bengals 49ers. Be fun. Remember, we were talking about our odds last week, and that being the most unlikely outcome out of yeah. all of them, because you know that those are the two underdogs in this playoffs right now. It's a real likelihood now. Yeah, uh, I could have bet ten to win like five hundred, I think, or something like that. It was a wild. World. There's a world. Yeah, two could. Yeah, I don't absolutely. want that. I don't want that. I think that would be an underwhelming matchup. I'm sorry. I'll I, say it. I really find. I really Give me think Rams. I think the most fun team right now, when they are hot and their offense is working, is the Bengals right now. The, and I'm not saying the best team. I'm not saying the team that deserves to win at all. And I don't think the Ford, the Bengals will win. But I'm saying the most fun team to watch right now is when Jamar Chase is killing it, when T. Yeah, Higgins I mean, out there and out Joe Burrow is just being a dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just good. fun. It, it reminds me of Mahomes his first year when he was just slinging it. Okay, right. So how about this then? Anyone <laughs> but the 49ers. Yeah, I don't really want the. 49ers I don't want to see a boring zone read scheme. Yeah, I don't want to see a low score. You know, I, like, I don't. I don't want to see it where it's like, man, when's Garoppolo gonna fuck up? <laughs> like, I, I don't want the game to come down to that because it, it yeah. did last year it's and it probably split. will this year. It's like third and six, and it's like, oh, here's another play action. Yeah, exactly. So I, I do agree. I, I really, really, really want Rams. Uh, We're spoiled. Rams we sound like spoiled people now. Oh yeah, we, we just got, we got the got best see, game ever. We got to see Mahomes like doing the underarm sidearm passes around defenders. Josh Allen just throwing piss missiles to Gabe Wright. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, no, I, I agree. All right, so we hit on most everything we wanted to talk about. Let's let's re- quickly touch on Sean Payton before we get out of here. Uh, Sean Payton walking away as head coach of the uh, Saints. 
<coughs> we just found this out. We're recording Tuesday morning, about yeah. an hour after this news broke. There was there was rumors about it. I didn't believe the rumors. I thought that was all bullcrap. I thought it was Peyton, you know, waiting for a big payday because his contract was up and he's one of the best coaches in the league. I was wrong on that one. It's interesting. Let's see. What, what do you think about it? It's different. Um, the Saints <laughs> go from two years ago, three years ago, being a very, very big Super Bowl contender, just powerhouse of the NFC to $73 million over the cap, not even not even like they're hitting par right now. They are 73 mil over cap. They are losing their Hall of Fame coach, and they lost their Hall of Fame quarterback a year back. This team's struggling right now. Yeah, They are a good team on paper, though. If they can get the right guy in here and kind of balance out the books, let go of some of those aging guys. I know they have a few guys on the defensive side of the ball, uh, a little older, might be time to just cut some, cut some ties. You know, it might be hard on some of the fans, but it's a business. You got to... You got to get there. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. I don't. I don't know exactly what to expect. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> do they do it. They got to pay Jameis, don't they? Does yeah? I mean, probably if, right. If he's your, if he's your future or whatever. I mean, he got to... hurt. He's playing okay before he, he got hurt. Good, there was yeah. no, there was no real issue there. He's doing good. Um, do you go get Flores? I mean, Flores to me is the top head coaching candidate, and it's kind of weird to me that he's not getting a little bit more buzz than he has. Uh, granted, I, he got fired by the Dolphins. There must be something within NFL circles that hasn't gotten out that is there that I'm missing because I, I just don't it's, know what it, it could is. Be, it could be uh, the amount Four. of power that he wants. That, that could he want he and might it, want Bill Belichick. I could, see, I could see owners being tentative on because he got to see how Bill ran things. Yeah, and he said if you want a successful team top to bottom, he has to have this type of influence on it because let's be honest there's a lot of coaches out there who get a lot of flack and blame for stuff that they don't even get to yeah, control they're hamstrung by decisions yeah, that it's like they, they don't they get didn't to make. even really have the biggest say in who that player that they drafted was they yeah. just now have to make it work so Flores I, is saying if I'm going to put my name and credibility yeah. on my job give me the power yeah I, I a little bit wonder if that's what happened with uh, the uh, 49ers and Kyle Shanahan I I mean the buzz was leading out to the draft that it was Mac Jones Mac Jones fit the scheme really well, or at least in theory yeah. ma- made sense, made a whole lot of sense. And then all of a sudden it was Trey Lance. And I do wonder if the if the owners got involved because the entire fan base was losing their shit that Mac Jones might be their starter. Well, we knew, uh, we knew that know. it was John Lynch and Shanahan differed on that opinion, yeah. So, yeah. The, so the, I, I don't the know. I'm just, yeah, I'm just exactly. using that as an example of, well, they're going to be in a weird situation not that long ago. It, it does behoove a coach to earn, you know, and I believe he did earn the right to ask for as much power as he could get from the Dolphins. The Dolphins obviously didn't want to give it to him. But not from your and employer. And now I, the Dolphins are in a bad spot. The Dolphins have nobody that wants to go be a head coach for the Dolphins right now. There's none of the top candidates are interested in the Dolphins shop. So they're in a tough spot. Flores is gone. It wouldn't surprise me a bit. I think I think that makes a whole lot of sense to me. I just read a, a Bleacher Report article saying that, you know, the Saints defensive coordinator is, is the top candidate, Dennis, Dennis Allen, uh, and the Lions DC, Aaron Glenn are, are candidates there. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so I don't know. There's, We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, that way, I guess we'll end it there. Do you have anything yeah, else you want to add? I, I, no, I think we got it, man. All right, man. Championship weekend next week. Super Bowl three weeks from now. Give super, super exciting. Last second, then. I mean, Chiefs Rams, we both feel the yeah, same. Yeah, Chiefs oh, Rams. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there. I, I would take, I think, Chiefs to cover. I don't know what the line is with the Rams, but I'm sure I'm sure the Rams are favored. And, Probably like three and a half, four. Man, the Rams, the, the Rams did exactly what they did against the, uh, the, the Bucks in the last game of the season. The Rams could have kick the 49ers out of the playoffs. The Rams were winning that game for for 3 quarters and the 49ers came back and won the game. They're the better team. They just they, yeah, they crack what, under pressure. What's, what's they, that stat Sean Payton is yeah. 46 and 0 when leading at half and now he's 46 and 1 and that one was yeah. that game. Yeah. Wild. Absolutely wild. Um all right, we'll end it right there. Thank you so much for watching. Peace. 7